This episode of Kindred Spirits is brought to you in part by Mundy Development. Whether you're beginning your first real estate purchase or you're a seasoned investor, Mundy Development can assist you with all aspects of the process. Kick off your next investment by visiting mundydev.com. That's M-U-N-D-Y-D-E-V.com. You are now listening to Kindred Spirits Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. You are now listening to Kindred Spirits Podcast on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. Let's yeah. just go. Let's just get right into it. Let's do it. Welcome in to Kindred Spirits here on the RFK Refugees Podcast Network. We're just whichever the spirits you're watching our live show. We just continue talking. Um, Producer Brian's a busy boy. He's 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 uh, he's got a a a kid on the way. So we'll, we're going to cut him a little bit of slack. We're going to cut him a little bit of slack here. John, I do, my friend. Hope your weekend was good to you. It's great good. for those of for those of the folks who were on our live show. They got to hear me walk through my book of uh of bets that are finally going to cash uh on 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 fanduel <laughs> i need to get a fanduel promo code for kindred spirits so i can get us some hey. free bets because i need them right now i'll tell you what hey hit us up hit us up we already got one sponsor which you heard that last week so we're, we're definitely in the sponsors uh let's get in let's uh let's talk uh let's talk washington spirit though let's jump right into it uh washington spirit 2-2 draw to racing louisville uh, a game in which was much, I think, much closer to a a version of a of an actual soccer game, and it definitely uh, the result was not better, I guess, than the the all rain result. But I definitely left from this game thinking, okay, I think things are things are fine. I, I think this team is going to only get better from here. They look like they had a solid game plan. They looked effective. Um, we'll get into a little bit more detail a little bit later. But first, John, any any initial thoughts you had about this game? Yeah, they, uh, you know, Mark Parsons rolls out the same lineup. I think that, you know, we I, we struggled last year predicting points or predicting games in NWSL where mm-hmm. we think points should be had. And I think racing Louisville away was a chance for a win. I think the first half certainly backed that sort of philosophy up. Uh, but Louisville have Louisville made a lot of moves. But in fact, both of their goal scorers are, are new arrivals. Uh, their forward was a new arrival. Uh, Jess McDonald. Uh, there, there, there's, there's <laughs> this, this league is a constant change. So comparing what you think a team is last season to what they currently are is a, is a, is a fool's game. Uh, but yeah, the, as far as the lineup perspective, they rolled the same lineup out again. Uh, uh, I trying to think if there was any changes. Uh, there were a lot less substitutes than there were, uh, against, uh, oil rain, most likely because the players were not kicked to death in this game like the way they were against the rain. So they were able to, <laughs> they were able to stick with their starters a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, I think the, uh, obviously we talk about the first half. I'm pretty sure in like in the XG race, I, I trying to find the stat. They, they actually, they, <laughs> they were the ones that had, I think like 1.5 XG. And I think they held, um, they held the, all rain to less than less than a goal XG. So you mean Louisville and this? Sorry, game. Louisville. Sorry, yep. Louisville. To to. I'm looking at the stats right now. Spirit had 1.51 XG, 0.83 for Louisville. Yep. Offensive XG for the Spirit 1.54. Offensive for the Louisville 0.99. Defensive G plus is that expected goals? Uh, 0.44 for the Spirit and 0.18 for uh for Louisville. So yeah, the first half you had 
two big giant the the goals obviously big spikes uh and then the second half was a lot more louisville traffic they figured out uh ways to be more dangerous there we i guess we should you know take our time here with this a little bit and talk about the goals maybe as opposed to just talking about sort of the difference between the two halves. Yep. Let's, uh, let's talk about the goals. So the first goal was a, uh, sort of a, a nice little sequence into the, into the back. And then it finds uh, Dorian Bailey, who then plays a nice ball over the top, finds Ashley hatch, Ashley hatch times her run very well, maneuvers around the defense, finishes it low shot. So, uh, spirit go up one, nothing, um, off a pretty nice goal. Uh, and then the second goal is just an absolutely sublime ball from Trini Robin, who again, uh, I think Hatch maybe gets the the player of the match based on the uh, the two goals, but for me, Trinity Rodman was just a constant threat the entire time. She almost had a I think a second on her own, um, a ball from Hatch over to over to Trinity Rodman. She just like has this incredible ability just to get speed and and to make players miss, and then uh, nearly fires the ball into the net uh, for for the second goal. I mean, the Spirit looked like they could potentially run away with this in the first half. I thought. This was probably their best half of the of the four halves they have played. This was their this was their best half. Um, anything you wanted to add, I guess, on on the game or the or the team? Yeah, no, I think the the thing that uh, from the first half perspective, no, I think the I think that that was the channel. I think Dorian Bailey. I want to spotlight Dorian Bailey's assist. Mm-hmm. I think it's her third assist so far this season. Is that possible? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get no. It's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she. Uh, she is as far as a converted midfielder going to right back. I think that that is the most successful of these moves so far. Um, Tara McKeown was, was decent this game. I did not see her at fault for either of the goals, but uh, Dorian Bailey's managing to still be an, uh, a factor offensively from that position. Gab- Gabby Carl has not been that mm-hmm. way very much. They played up the right side um, or, or tried to in both games. So, that may be a, one of the reasons why she's being left out. Also wanted to call Bailey Feist's number uh, much more integral to the offense than she was last year, obviously coming off of an ACL injury last year. Uh, but she is in the mix at, at any given point uh, in this game as being sort of the link player, getting the ball uh, to Ashley Sanchez as much as possible. I think if I'm not sure there's a pass map uh, at NW, so there probably is. I mean, I haven't seen it, but I would bet that, that was one of the, in the midfield, probably one of the more... Um, focused on past connections. Yeah. I mean, the only player I would say from the sort of offensive half of the ball that was, it's maybe been disappointing and not had a good start to the year has been Ashley Sanchez. She got, she got subbed off at half. Um, Not a strong showing for her. I will say she tends to have these types of games um, where she, or these, these types of stretches where you're kind of wondering, you know, where is she? You know, I think she is somebody that, maybe takes a little bit to adjust. She's adjusting to a new coach, adjusting to a new style. Um, and then I think eventually she, she has a game where she just completely takes over and says, this is my, this is my field, my, my opportunity. Are, are we reading maybe too much into the halftime sub? Was it just kind of like, this isn't working out. I need to get some other subs in there. What are your, I don't, any thoughts you had on that? I didn't, I, I didn't have an opportunity to check the post game, uh, see if there was any indication of tired legs or, mm-hmm. or if they just thought I would, it would, seem unlikely to me that they thought, ah, oh, this game needs a change up to nothing. And we need to bring on a rookie and take off, uh, uh, a national team, <laughs> a national team starter. I think there, I, there might've been something about legs. It might've been something about the weather. I'm not, I'm not necessarily sure. And I don't think the drop off was down to that. Uh, Cause to your point, she was not necessarily impacting the game to begin with. Uh, but it did start 
immediately sort of Louisville getting back into this game, just coincidentally mm-hmm. from a time perspective. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the moment, I mean, the moment you talk about, I think the fact that they came out of halftime, first attack, they went a corner and then off that corner, they score the goal. So like literally two minutes into that first half, they have already ha- gotten the lead in half, I think was a real, I don't want to say like a full turning point for this match. Um, but I think it was certainly a, it's a way to kind of jumpstart things where it's like, now you have to just think about getting that one goal to tie it up. You don't have to think about the, the, the insurmountalness of the, of the lead suddenly has dwindled uh, very quickly. The classic most dangerous lead in soccer. uh, Exactly. Which unfortunately always seems to be true. That's why it's a cliche. Uh, But the goals for Louisville, uh, Abby Ursic scores off a corner. Mm. I think if anyone is to blame, potentially you look at Sam Staub, she's standing there somewhat as a statue, not really engaging. I would love to talk to, and I can talk to Mark Parsons about sort of, uh, their defensive strategy on corners. Mm-hmm. They had a lot of problems with it last year. Um, that was a, that was a big weak point and it looked very much zonal marking. Uh, there were, there were four players inside the six just sort of standing there. No one attacking the ball, no one necessarily going off and picking off runners. Uh, so I want to watch that a couple more times and maybe ask him about it at the, at the midweek. But um, that, that goal was, that goal was avoidable. The goal in the 65th minute, by Ari Borges, uh, or Ari Borges, Ari Borges is uh, not. Uh, there's not much that can be done there. Uh, I, I'm going to disagree with you there a little bit. Well, there were first of all, Louisville passed the ball about 75 times <laughs> in the build-up, uh, and if and if it didn't require a ball that was sort of just squirted out to the top of the 18, uh, then it would have been a, a, an all-time goal. But you know, I, from the shot perspective, I don't think it could be stopped. I, uh, I think the shot perspective, no, but I think the build up there, I don't think the spirit did a good job of clearing the lines a little bit. I think there was a moment where I think either Trinity or, um, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was Sam Staub or, or, um, or Mickey own, um, one of the players kind of, it squirts out to them and none of them really, I thought stepped quick enough. I saw Trinity, I think, thought the ball was going to come out to her, and so she kind of stepped back a little bit. I think if she steps up, she kind of closes that down. I mean, the the corner kick, I thought, was just... I'm not sure how much they could have really done. It, it The challenge, maybe challenge a little bit better for the ball, but overall, I mean, that was just a absolutely thundering header. Um, the goal scorer, literally, uh, the goal scorer... Um, you talking about the header or the, or the curler? I'm talking about the I'm talking about the header. Okay, uh, Ursus, for, Ursus for, go off the corner. For Ursus corner. I'm not really sure how much you could have really done for that. I don't even really blame the the mark. There was a mark loss, sure, but I think that was just a a thundering header. I am not sure how much that was an inch perfect ball placed right and just a, a powering header. I'm I'm really less, I guess, upset. I'm not upset about either goal really. I am less upset about the corner kick than I am actually about the the second goal. Because I thought that Dean could have done a better enough job sort of clearing the lines, getting the ball out there where that shot opportunity is not there. Um, or maybe stepping in the midfield and fouling somebody. Yeah. To stop the to stop the avalanche of, of pass. I, I think that's fair. You're, you're probably right. Yeah. I was more looking at the finish more than the, the build up there. Uh, Aubrey Kingsbury has very little to do. <laughs> on either of those goals, unfortunately yeah. for her, but she's um, certainly not to blame for any of those. I mean, no. there was, there was that, but uh, what, I mean, one opportunity you talk about a player who stepped in, uh, uh, Douglas. Well, Paige Mateer, I thought we'll get to her. I thought she had an interesting, I think it was uh Tony Mule on the call. I thought she, she had a great game. We'll get into a little bit. I was kind of reading some of her stats and I think she had some interesting, like interesting stats that kind of made me question 
whether <laughs> whether stats lie to us, uh, basically. But um, I will say the uh, Nicole Douglas, I thought, had a strong performance coming in for Ashley Sanchez, generated a really nice opportunity that very well could have been a goal that could have maybe sealed this game up um, a little bit. And um, obviously, uh, I think the other thing, uh, moment from the second half that was good from the spirit was Trinity Rodman winning a free kick. Uh, but overall, I guess I was what I was more impressed with the team is that they got the goal, and I think you would see a lot of teams step back, and I thought they pushed pretty well, and I thought they kind of managed the game to try to keep it 2-2, and I think in another game, I think they hold on to that, and I think they walk out of there with three points. Um, let's talk about Paige Mateer. She picks up the red, obviously a um, a downside. She was very active in that midfield. Um, I, think she, I think I saw she had like 10 recoveries or something like that, yep. stat-wise. But she also lost a lot of ground duels. Uh, I don't think she was in. I she won. Lot. She won more this game than she did previously, where she was called out for for her play by the coach. Just as a just as a point <laughs> against. But I, she 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 lost more aerial duels, but she won more ground duels than she did previously. Okay, so but it still is maybe not a number that you need from you know an opposing number six type of player. She picks up the red, so she will be out uh, for the next week. Who do you, who who do you think uh, steps in? Is it going to be uh, Jarina? Yeah, Jarina. Yeah, that that would make sense for a like for like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be interesting to see sort of if that if you lose that opportunity. This is a player obviously that Parsons had liked the way she played mm-hmm. in the preseason, and she was she was being given a role and had done I think still pretty okay. She had twelve passes into the final third, so she's she's being a link player. Mm-hmm. Uh, for on on a side where you basically get uh, to push Sanchez further into the attacking sector, not necessarily have to make her be the facilitator, get her into a dangerous spot. Um, I think that I think the team, the I think that the challenge of this team is going to be, and we identified it at the beginning of the year. Is if you look at this roster, you say, "Wow, that's a great starting eleven," and then you look at the bench and you're like, "Uh oh, these are." <laughs> These are all these are all rookies. It's Amber Brooks and some rookies, and maybe Jordan Baggett. There are still some players coming back from injury. Uh, well, two, well, one that will come back from injury. Uh, Tori Huster is a player that will add. That'd be perfect to throw her in. Uh, yeah, late in the game I, or as substitution here. Uh, I Jordan, think a sub. I think a substitution. Let's be clear. She has she missed all of last season for an Achilles for an Achilles injury. She has not played soccer since like end of year what semifinal of the nwsl playoffs mm-hmm. of in mm-hmm. 2021 i'm pretty sure so it's been it's been a it's been a trek to get her back she is and she's she's been on this team i think since the beginning if i recall correctly yep. so um it's she i'm curious i guess to say the least um about how much she how much how much how much mark parsons thinks she can deliver and what she looks like um whether she will be able to maintain that high level or whether she will have lost a step um so she'll have she'll have a she'll have a uh uh what's the word advocate in the front office having played for market Corian at florida state like uh, half team has so maybe that maybe that'll matter hey folks quick break in the action to talk to you about the show's sponsor today, Monday Development. Everybody knows the three rules of real estate are location, location, location. But how can you decide on the best professional to serve your needs? For the past 20 years, Monday Development has assisted clients, investors, and landlords with real estate and property management services throughout the DMV. For more information, check out mondaydev.com. That's M-U-N-D. 
D-Y-D-E-V.com. But uh, yeah, I think, listen, uh, Foot Mob, uh, if a player is starting multiple games in a row for NWSL, let's get a, let's get a profile pick. Let's stop having the, uh, the, <laughs> the find a fr- find my friend uh, Tom Tom first friend thing. I, I think that's a fix. But, but Bailey Feist, the, the stats back us up. Another strong performance. I'm just happy for that because I wanted to see I wanted to see her come back strong last year, and to me it was pretty much a lost year mm-hmm. for her uh, and and the club quite obviously, but all specifically uh, her. But, what do we make? What do we make of Andy Sullivan? Curious. Uh, she yeah, it's been it's been a little bit uh it's been a little bit muted. I haven't seen her really control that center of the field like she like she has in the past. Maybe it's maybe it's an adjustment. Um yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping I'm hoping she's got the the team now has 2 weeks between this game and mm-hmm. the next against uh North Carolina. What? What? They don't have a game every 3 days like last <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah, well, I <laughs> they think get a two... break. They get a break for the international. No, 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 no. This two must weeks. be incorrect. April fifteenth, uh, we'll be playing the North Carolina they, Courage. They play again on Wednesday, John. That's how this. That's how this works. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. That's true. Uh, uh, they get, but yes, they get a break. In, re- in reality, they get a break. I'm hoping that maybe her going and playing for the national team has her, you know, turned up to eleven a little bit, come back, mm-hmm. ready to go. Actually, be interesting. Just we don't really talk about the national team so much on here, and there haven't been any games I think for us to talk about. Uh, but uh, Julie Ertz getting a call back. Uh, for that same role that Andy Sullivan has filled, to my mind, effectively, and to mm-hmm. many to many fans' minds, pretty effectively. Uh, so we'll, I'll, I'll be interested it, to see. Ertz did not get called up to not play. Yeah. Uh, so she's going to play at some point. In these it's a two matches. Are they both? Who are they, who are they playing? You know, they're playing the Ireland. I know in the first match. It might are they be playing both. them twice. They they do that a lot. They yeah, leave. I think they I think they do. I'd have to go. Have to go look, but I'm pretty sure that Marissa that, Shiva also will be playing in that game too. So that'll yeah. be fun. Hopefully she starts or gets some minutes. That'd be great. Yeah. Saturday, April 8th against Ireland and Monday, April 10th against Ireland. So <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> is this the last, I think this is the last, uh, the last sort of camp before the world cup. If I'm, if I recall, if I recall correctly. So um, we'll, we'll see what, we'll definitely get into more of the, the world cup mode. Um, yep. Once that, once we start getting closer to that, um, it's going to be interesting to watch uh, to watch games in in Australia. We got a preview of that with the Australian Grand Prix uh, last season, watching games at one a.m. and two a.m. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, not doing that. <laughs> I guess I'll be watching on replay. Uh, I, I wanted to sort of address one thing. It's interesting, and I again apologize for uh, living my life Sunday and not our Saturday and not being on the the post match call. But basically, everyone who watched that game was like, "Oh man, tail two halves." Second half came out flat. Should have made a tactical adjustment. Didn't do it. Uh, Mark Parsons does not agree with that characterization. He did not see that that there was a stark change from Louisville uh, or a big drop off in the way that the Spirit played or I, anything at all. I would agree with him. I personally, I agree with him in a lot of so ways. It was just I, a continuation I, of the first half. Nothing really changed as far as. I, I mean, I, I think there was the Louisville stepped up. I I am not assigning too much blame to either goal. I thought that the spirit still generated some good opportunities and had some moments where they could have found a way to to get that third goal. I think there were moments in this game where they could have gotten that third goal. I, I haven't looked at the, the the game flow thing we said didn't have sort of the first half, second half um, XG. Um, I, I will say, like, I think Louisville got a little bit more of the control of the game, but I still felt there were chances and opportunities where you could have seen the spirit get get the three goals. I, I don't. I think it was maybe a little bit of a drop off 
I'm not going to say it was, you know, totally fine. It was a continuation, but I don't, I don't agree with the assessment that it was such a dramatic fall off for this team. I think their goals were well taken, um, particularly with their, with their second goal. Um, the first goal was off a corner kick off a set piece, um, which happens in, in, in games. So there wasn't like, Suddenly Louisville was dominating the game and you felt like they were moments away from from niggling the win or getting the win. I didn't feel that at all in this game. I felt like the spirit were still very much in control of the game is kind of how I felt. Maybe you had a different opinion, but that's kind of how I felt. No, I, I think that they're I think it's I think it's down to mentality. Mm-hmm. I think after that first goal, I would have liked to see a little bit more uh from I think that the way that that second goal present pre- presented, I think is a great way to look at like what you would have liked to have seen. Like, all right, we're up two one. Mm-hmm. It's the 60th minute in the midfield. I, you know, you, you have fouls to give here <laughs> to, from a basketball perspective. Like if they're, if they're, if they're running, they're passing the 15 times in the ball, get a little physical with them, get, get, get more pressure in the midfield and not let them give them enough time to, to pass around you like that. Like they're uh, the Brazilian national team. Um, our Aubrey brought this up in the first game. She's like, this team, uh, would have, uh, taken a one Oh lead into the second half against the rain and lost three to one. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it's very important to, to have a, a mentality of when you get an advantage, you do any, you, you, you reorient yourself to, to keep it. Um, so that's something you, you have in a note that the center back pairing still needs work. This is a young defense. Still, we're still mm-hmm. talking about, a. Uh, two defenders who have never played uh, defense before and a newcomer who is has played a grand total of two NWSL games in this back line. So to the, certainly for that point, that, that is, that is correct. Um, uh, but I mean, I think, I think you look at this and you say from a, they had to beat, they had to beat us. Louisville had to go out and beat us with two well-taken goals. One certainly non-debatable well-taken goals. And I think you take that away as a as a positive. It took two. It took one particularly, uh, really really nice goal to, um, to get the get the three points. So I think from a defensive standpoint, you take that as a positive. And I think you say that they looked they looked a little bit more. It kind of it, it looked like a marked improvement. Where last game you kind of worried that the all rain was just seconds away from either tying this game or maybe getting two goals to they looked like they were much, much more in control. And and Aubrey Kingsbury is is, I think, uh looks very, very solid in goal. Nothing she could do about either two goals. And I thought she played very, very well as far as uh keeping this team in in, in the game. Kudos to the Spirit for having enough players on like DC United to not have to dress two goalkeepers to make up your bench. <laughs> kudos, kudos there. They're, they may be all they may be mostly rookies, but at least they are, exist and are on the team. So that's that's a benefit. Yeah, and keeping uh, we, and keeping players healthy too. Which is, yeah, well, listen, if you're if you're the spirit and are spending however much money you're spending on the Don Scott experience of of all of the athletic trainers and stuff that's going on there, uh, so every time she gets brought up, players are just like she is asking, she is teaching us stuff we didn't know about our own bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is asking questions and, and protecting us in a way that previous regimes maybe couldn't have or didn't have, uh, as far as like if. In the, I think the Trinity brought this up. She's like, in the past, or you know, in other places, uh, if the coach needs you to play, you're going to play. And and here, there's no doubt about the fact that Jill Jill has the ability to be like, 
no, this player is not clear. This player has 15 minutes in her, no more than that. Like, mm-hmm. I think the fact that uh, she got brought in before the coach really tells you sort of about how this team views that player wellness perspective. And, you know, about time, that's certainly great. I, uh, but I think that that's, that's the change. So I'm hoping and I'm wondering how that sort of, you know, stretches this team through an entire year, not having those soft muscle injuries that, that cost man hours. Because like I said, when you get passes, First 11, you are you are counting on youth <laughs> uh, in a lot of ways. So uh, I mentioned that the North Carolina Courage are the next team, but it's not till April 15th. So that's great. Enjoy the break, everybody. Uh, we're going to have an Aubrey Kingsbury interview this week, which we will release next week. Um, so get your questions in on Kindred Spirits DC, I think is the Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. Or you can join our Discord, which I will also pin on that Twitter. Um, we actually have a question, speaking of. From uh, Nature Ed or Natured. It's a two part question. If you coach the spirit, would you focus, and this is from two weeks ago, would you focus on more offense or more defense to improve on last season? And do you think that this was normal or will spirit push more numbers forward against other teams? That's, this is in reference to the all ring game. So, from the, from, from the first, I would say the first question, uh, the defense needs to yes. improve <laughs> more. Than, although they, they didn't score a lot last year, but that was often due to missing players versus mm-hmm. having your full complement. Oh, and also playing at Segra Field a lot. Yeah. Was, it seemed like whenever we had all of the complement of the players, we were in Loudon. <laughs> yeah. It's Which really, it's, re- it's really amazing that this team won a championship in 2021, having to play half their home games at Segra Field. Um, <laughs> the New York City <laughs> FC uh, home court advantage situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, defense, I think is the clear, clear thing. I think you want to, you want to try to prevent goals. This team was run off the field a lot, giving up goals that they should be keeping in. Um, they lost, they had so many games last year in which they had a lead or were close to a win and then had to, had it fumbled away. So that's a clear improvement that they need to figure out and, and sort of finishing out the games in 90 minutes. They would have, if they had finished out those games, I think I looked at the stats and they would have been like close to the playoff picture. It would not have been as bad of a season um, as it was last year. Um, New normal over spirit push numbers forward against other teams. I I think there is maybe a focus maybe on playing more defensively sound because you're not going to have that strong set defensive, um, strong set defenders out there that are seasoned. You're not, you know, Emily Sonnet's gone. Kelly O'Hara's gone. You need to kind of maybe focus more defensively. I think you will see them push. I think we saw it a bit in this game. They sh- they showed the ability to link up and to try to push the ball forward and, and to go get goals. We saw a couple opportunities and obviously the two goals today. Much better offensive performance in this game. So I think that's going to come. I think that, that that's set. They know that when that gets clicking, that's going to be really good. I think the focus right now is keeping balls out of the net and trusting that you have some real game changers in Ashley Sanchez, Ashley Hatch, Andy Sullivan, and of course, Trinity Rodman, who's basically just picked up where she, where she left off this year. Um, and has been, has been really good. So yeah, I think that's the focus. Anything else you want to add or that's it. Let's at Kingsbury, uh, questions, get them in as soon as possible. Cause by the time you hear this, I will be talking to, <laughs> so as soon as you hear this, uh, send me the questions. <laughs> Yep. So any of the questions. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. And again, patreon.com slash refugees. If you want to get in on the show, we read, we're reading off the, uh, we read off the Patreon subscribers. If you want to be read off on the spirit show, please put that, put that, put that in your, uh, in your message and we'll, we'll make sure to save your name for, for the spirit show. Um, also definitely, uh, if you want to check out our live show, 
um, twitch.tv slash RFUGs if you want to join that. You can also give some Jeff Bezos money, some of the Amazon Prime subscription, so you don't even have to add to your... Uh, Spend your own money. No subscription added no, for you. <laughs> no subscription added, but you can still donate and help with the show. You guys are awesome. You guys make the show great. Thank you guys so, so much for listening. We'll catch you guys uh, next... Uh, well, for the Spirit Show uh, next week. Vamos. Vamos. Thanks again to our show sponsor, Monday Development, available to help you with all of your real estate needs. To get started on your next real estate investment, visit mondydev.com. That's M-U-N-D-Y-D-E-V.com.